Uh, turn in your Bibles to Matthew chapter 11, verses uh, 28 to 30. And I'm speaking today about the rhythm of grace. The rhythm of grace. Matthew 28, uh, excuse me, Matthew 11, verse 28 to 30. And I, I want to read it through the NIV Bible because sometimes it's, that's a little more familiar to us. And um, it says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And then in the uh, Message Bible, the same scripture, the same text is, Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me, get away with me, and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me, work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. So as we read this scripture, as we read these texts, it's like, are we walking, uh, are we talking about walking on the beach with Jesus, or are we plowing a field? <laughs> and in reality, that's kind of like what our life is. In a sense, we spend 50 weeks working and two weeks going to the beach. <laughs> or uh, how about uh, sometimes we look at it, we live to work, or do we work to live? <laughs> we have enough to get by, or we get by with enough. Uh, we can make life complicated, or life is complicated, and we're trying to make it simple. So as we look at our life and we look at these things, it can be life is overwhelming. It can be with people and sickness and working and families and stress and all these things. Or life can be, I'm just living the dream. <laughs> you ever hear people say that? I'm just living my dream. And it seems to be that there is this kind of this conflict going on uh, about who we are and what we do and how we enter into this relationship with Christ. But Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Now, to those of you who may not know what a yoke is, do we have uh, a picture of that? Um, is it coming up? There it is. Uh, the yoke is that piece of wood that goes between the, the cattle, and there's this um, underneath the harness underneath the yoke and it is that which is placed upon the animals and that yoke is then attached to an, an implement whether it be a plow or something a wagon that those animals will be pulling and Jesus says to take my enter into his yoke with him now the the, the picture then is of the oxen but we see where Jesus and what Jesus and us that we, you and I together, are to enter into this yoke with Jesus. And Jesus says, those who are weary, those who are burdened, those who are in need of rest, those who are pulling hard at life, Jesus is asking us to enter into this yoke. Now, but there's a particular reason why people are weary. It isn't because they've got a hard life. It's because the, they are weary... Uh, because of their trying to be perfect in keeping the law. There were individuals uh, that were in the system. They were trying to be very religious in their um, outreach and keeping the commandments. 
it wasn't the Ten Commandments. The Pharisees and Sadducees had taken the Ten and expanded it, some believe, up to 1,200. So there was like 1,200 laws that the people were trying to live up to. And the Pharisees and Sadducees, they were very critical of others and how that they lived their religious life. And when a person felt that they were doing good, (laughs) have no fear, the Pharisees and Sadducees are here. And they would let you know how far short you had come. And so Jesus is telling people, and he's telling them, those of you who are weary and heavy laden with trying to keep all the regulations and all of the laws and all the do's and don'ts of religion, Jesus is saying, enter into this yoke with me. So the message, are you tired? Message Bible, are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? (laughs) Burned out on religion. Now, our faith is not our religion. Our faith is our relationship with Jesus Christ. If we don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, we are doing a lot of forms and formalities and and fulfilling obligations that somehow we think this is what God wants us to do in order to be make it to heaven. But it's our relationship with Jesus Christ that gives us this ability to pull life, to enter into this relationship with Christ where God and I are doing this together. And he says, from this way of living, of entering into this relationship with Christ, entering into the yoke with Jesus, is allowing, we are allowing Jesus to be with us We are with him, and the two of us, under grace and mercy and love, are now walking together through life. So life is not keeping the laws, but allowing the laws of God to keep us. That we are not focused so much on how that we are make we're going to make God happy because we're going to do everything he wants. We are going to love God and allow God to love us, and how that that love is going to affect our relationship with how we think about ourselves and how we think about others. Jesus introduced a pure and more spiritual way of pleasing God. Come to me, Jesus says. Get away with me, and you'll recover your life. (laughs) Get away with me, and you'll recover your life. Matthew says, in Matthew 10, 38, and 39, says, If you don't go all the way with me, through thick and thin, you don't deserve me. If if your first concern is to look after yourself, if your first concern is to look after yourself. Now, I think this is our magic genie uh, approach to life, that it's all about me, it's about what I have, what I'm going to get, where I'm going to go, and that at the end of the life, who, he who dies with the most toys wins. <laughs> it's, you know, it's that type of God is a magic genie that he is going to do what I ask him to and fulfill all of my wants and dreams, and I, and I, and I, and I, and I. It's I, me, and my. Well, Jesus says if your first concern is to look after yourself, you're never going to find yourself. We will never find ourselves in what we own. And what we own will never define us. But if you forget about yourself 
and looked to me, looked to Christ, you'll find both yourself and what? You'll find yourself and you'll find God. You see, as we look at this, we're finding a way to really discover who we are. And discovering who we are is entering into a relationship with Jesus Christ. The way the yoke, the way the yoke is the way of life with Christ. The way of the yoke is the way of the life of Christ. That the two of us are working as one. Jesus says, get away with me and you'll never recover. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. Get away with me. You know, there's the pictures in the um, song that had the two rainbows. I remember uh, we were driving out west, out on Interstate 70, probably out to see David and, uh, or Rachel in Missouri, and we came through this storm, and I, I can't remember if there was three or four rainbows, one inside the other. I mean, three, it must have been at least three. It was three distinct rainbows. And it was like going, looking down a, a horn, you know, one of those, uh, just a tunnel, a, a tunnel of rainbows. And I thought, wow. And I didn't take a picture, should have. But I'd never seen that. And, you know, and at the time, you think, wow, this is, this is extraordinary, but I'm sure it's been around before. I've never seen one since. And never been in a position where they were complete. There was, there was at least three complete rainbows inside of each other as you looked down the highway, and it's like the highway was going right down the center of it. And <clears throat> as we look at our life, sometimes it doesn't seem to be going the right path, <laughs> or the path of life is taking us not to the end of the rainbow. But Jesus is, says, get away with me, and you'll recover your life. As we get away with God, we find these places, places, I don't want to necessarily say it's seclusion, but these places of peace, the place of rest, of restoration, a place of kind of discovering the value that we have, that God loves us, God has a purpose for us. And here, Jesus is the creator of life, inviting us to walk with him that he may lead us to receiving the life he, invented, he invited us to have and intended us to have from the very beginning. He has this place where we are to be with him and we find this place where God is bringing to life what he created us to be in the first place. Walk with me. Work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythm of grace. We are entering into this yoke with Jesus, the two of us together, and he is saying, walk with me. Watch me. Learn from me. So the, the relationship that we have with Christ is not a judgmental as it was, as we said at the very beginning, with the Pharisees and Sadducees saying, you've got 1,200 laws, do them, and make sure they're right, and let me tell you how you failed. He's saying, walk with me, take my yoke upon you, enter into this yoke with me, and learn that he is gentle, that he is humble, and 
And the, and the key phrase that just kind of fell out of this scenario is learn the unforced rhythms of grace. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. What, you know, what does that mean? The unforced rhythms of grace. Well, I, I thought of the universe, okay? The sun, the stars, the solar system, the, the, you know, our planets. The unforced rhythms of gravity, the rotation of the planets, and how that they are just there, hanging in space. The unforced rhythms of our solar system, of the stars that are in the sky, of how that they continue to revolve. We have to, we cannot, in, in the rotation of the planets, we have to adjust the time as to how that they rotate because it is so perfect. It is so perfect and exact in its rotation. We have to adjust our clocks to that rotation. Unforced rhythms of grace. How God in his love and his mercy is in our life and it's not a forced concept. Think of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. You who are weak and heavy laden, here are 1,200 laws. I want you to keep them and I want you to work at them and I want you to make them work and if you make them work, you're going to be in the right place with God and it's going to be okay, but you've got to make it work. The unforced rhythms of grace. Hmm. The law is demanding. The law says you've got to do more. And we always fail to be better at it. Grace is accepting. Love is forgiving. The unforced rhythms of grace... One of the songs that we sing is Dance With Me, Jesus. <laughs> you know, the unforced motion of two moving as one. If you've ever seen a team of horses or oxen that work as one, it's like there's, they're both pulling together. And they can do twice as much as, no. Oh, I forgot the statistic. It just popped, you know. There was, there's a t statistic about how much one horse can pull. And, how, you know, if one horse can pull, say, 10,000 pounds, how many pounds can two horses pull? We say 20,000 pounds. No, it's like 28 or 30-some thousand pounds. It just, it, may, it's, it isn't like that one will put 1,000 to flight, two will put 10,000 to flight. The scripture talks about how that there is multiplication of force. There's this multiplication of what happens in our life. And whenever we see that we are entering into this yoke with Jesus, it isn't like the normal adding, well, if one can do this, then two can do twice as much. No, that two can do three or four times as much as one can. Dance with me, Jesus. The unforced motion of two people moving as one. Harmonizing. <laughs> Harmonize with me, Jesus. That people are singing, but is there, there may be many voices, but it sounds like one. Hmm. 
I thought of the fiery furnace when the three Hebrew children are in the fiery furnace and, you know, they're going through the trials and, the, the, you know, the, the king looks in and says, didn't we, throw, didn't we put three in there? How can I see four? Well, in our life, it's the same. That Christ is with us and that in the very difficult places and the trials of our life, we find that we're not alone in this and that when Christ is with us and we are with Christ, there is this power that is greater than ourselves the unforced rhythm of grace living a godly life is a natural harmonious part of god and i together living with christ living a godly life where we pray and we believe not in some abstract but in a reality that is in our heart that we're willing to ask of God and believe that it can happen. A harmony that speaks truth to us and we find that this truth is a reality that holds our hearts close. Notice Jesus says in these verses, come to me, get away with me, walk with me, work with me, watch me, Learn from me. Keep com- company with me. The yoke. Paul in uh, Philippians says, I'm not saying that I have this all together, that I haven't made, but I am well on my way, reaching out for Christ, who has so wondrously reached out for me. Friends, don't get me wrong. By no means do I count myself an expert in all this, but I've got my eye on the goal where God is beckoning us onward to Jesus. I'm off and running, and I'm not turning back. I'm in this with God, and I I know that I'm going in a particular direction, and I'm going down, and it's, it's not the golden path of, you know, the end of the rainbow type thing, but it is that God is with me and I'm walking on this path and that God is there accompanying me and I'm not alone and the two of us can handle anything that goes on in life. So the simplicity of the yoke, the simplicity of the yoke, you can pull and live life alone or we can enter into the yoke with Jesus. And it's a choice. And it's not the law You've got to do this and make it happen or you're going to fail. It's life with God. Unforced rhythm of grace. Grace is unmerited favor that, you know, we we can't do anything to make God love us more and we can't do anything to make God love us less. The unforced rhythms of grace. It's a natural part of life. Breathing is natural. Being with God and allowing God to work with us, walk with us, influence our thoughts is a very natural part of what God wants. Unforced rhythms of grace. Jesus says, I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you that there is no way that, that the collars that, 
uh, they have for these animals, these yoke. They were perfectly cut out by the carpenters to fit the yoke, to fit the neck of the oxen or the animals. And there is nothing ill-fitting about this yoke. Okay? Look at our life. There is nothing ill-fitting about your life. When God is with us, life fits. <laughs> well, we may say, oh, this doesn't fit. This doesn't work. Why? Well, it doesn't feel right. It, it doesn't, it didn't, you know, my magic genie is not rearranging things the way that I want him to. Therefore, this is not fitting. And that's not what this is about. It's that, that life fits and God is with us. And as we are going through life, we have this unforced rhythm of grace. Verse 28 says, Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Again, Pharisees, Sadducees, 1,200 rules, 1,200 laws. Do this, do these ceremonial cleansings, do that. God's not going to be happy. You, God can't, you've got to do these sacrifices. You've got to. And Jesus says, forget the 1,200 laws. Come away with me. Change your religion of laws, of do's and don'ts and faults and failures. Change it. Exchange it for a yoke where you and I are together in life. I was reading uh, a book about Jack Welch, who is the CEO of General Electric. He says, and this is one of his quotes, he says, You can't believe how hard it is for people to be simple. You can't believe how hard it is for people to be simple. How much they fear being simple. They worry that if they're simple, people will think they are simple-minded. In reality, of course, it's just the reverse. So here's Jack Welsh, CEO of General Electric, and he reinvented the company, made it one of the most respected companies in the world. He simplified his business and reinforced his goals every chance he had, and his key was focus and effective communication. Focus and effective communication. Jesus, in this verse, is saying, focus, get away with me. Effective communication, learn from me. Wow. Learn from me. Here's Jack Welsh saying the very principles that are here in the Scripture. Jesus simplified the, the, the Ten Commandments that had been expanded to 1,200. He simplified them to two. Love God and love your neighbor as yourself. Focus on the critical few and not on the significant many. That's part of Jack Welsh. Focus on the critical few, not on the significant many. There are so many things in life that we can be focused on that we're like trying to hit everything and hitting nothing. And Jesus is saying, enter into my yoke, two of us together, and let the two of us together work life. 
Simple. Live the simple life. Focus on Christ and forgive. Encourage. Be vulnerable. Effective communication. Jesus changes life from going it alone to entering into a yoke with him. It's easier when we are pulling life together. We can do more when the two of us do it together. The power of simplicity is focus. The focus is keep company with Jesus and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Keep company with Jesus. So the two of us now are entering into this yoke with Christ. And it's our relationship with Jesus that the two of us are together. And it's, it's very, I, I, I didn't, you know, I couldn't imagine this, these few verses having these simple truths in which, and this is, this is my conclusion, so <laughs> you can look at this. And it says, effective communication is a key to success. And Jesus says, come to me. In these verses, come to me, which is forgiveness. He says, get away with me. Get away with me, which is learning to love. Get away with me and learn who I am, that I love you and that I have a purpose for you. Walk with me is restoration. Work with me is building. Watch with me is anticipation. Learn from me, knowledge. Keep company with me, is communion. So when Jesus is saying to us, give up the 1,200 laws, give up all of the, the do's and the don'ts and the must do to make God happy, and if you're going to get to heaven, you've got to do this, you've got to do this, you've got to walk this way, you've got to keep these. No, it is an unforced Rhythm of grace. He loves us because he loves us. He forgives us because he loves us. And what does he say? Come to me. Get away with me. Work with me. Watch with me. Learn from me. Keep company with me and together and together we will experience the unforced rhythms of grace (laughs) together we will experience the unforced rhythms of grace can we make the moon rotate around the earth can we change the tides of the ocean Can we stop the planets from their rotation around the sun? It's the unforced rhythms of gravity. What are the unforced rhythms of grace? Love, forgiveness, restoration, purpose, walking, entering into a life with Christ where we are together in this, in this life, and in the life to come. The unforced rhythm of grace. Shall we stand? The power of simplicity and focus. 
unforced rhythm of grace. Think about that. Say that. The unforced rhythm of grace. Again, the unforced rhythm of grace. I'm, I'm, I'm not a singer and I'm not a dancer, but can you imagine, you know, just being in the song, Dance With Me, Jesus? <laughs> can you imagine being able to sing and being able to carry you know, the tune, and, or at the, the symphony and all of the violins and the, the, the playing. How many are playing? It sounds like one, but there, there may be 30 of them. And they're all playing the same, and it's just like this, this harmony of sound, the harmony of music. Unforced rhythm of grace, the harmony of God and I together, that life isn't failing. Life is living. And the unforced rhythm of grace is God loves me for who I am, not because of what I can do. And the two of us together are going to make life something very special. Amen? Father, I thank you that you and I, you with each one, will make life special. It is a very special gift. And there is nothing ill-fitting about our life. You enter into the yoke with us. We enter into the yoke with you. And there is nothing ill-fitting about my life. Because your grace is sufficient for everything that I have faced in my past, for everything that I am dealing with in my present, and the anticipation, Lord, of what I can become. God, it's you, the unforced rhythm of grace, making a difference in my life and the life of those that I touch. I ask your blessing now upon us, Lord, and may the truths of this, of your word, speak to our hearts that we might find the unforced rhythm of grace in us. Everyone said, amen. God bless you.